so uh, Henna, you're going to actually have to behave yourself today for the first time ever in a recording. Nah. I mean, I mean, I mean, you are. You're within striking distance of the uh, maintenance man. <laughs> so yeah, for the first time ever on a Combat UK episode, we've actually got the main man Ed to show up. So uh, yeah, we'll pick his brains today and see how much more he can say than Henna. Um, so yeah, cue the music. And that's the first time that Hen has not sung at the start of it as well. <laughs> so yeah, you're listening to the Chess Off to show your weekly airsoft podcast, uh, speaking to retailers, manufacturers, sites, and personalities within the community. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can contact me, facebook.com forward slash the Chess Off Show, Instagram at the Chess Off Show, or email Andy at the Chess Off Show So for the first time in 2020, um, we've actually got Combat UK coming back on. I think this is the longest we've not recorded, Henna, with you guys. I'm getting withdrawals. I've been shaking for months. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. So yeah, we've got Henna back. Um, we've got Ed on the show as well this week for the first time. Say hello, Ed. Hello. Hello, Ed. <laughs> um, yeah, so even though he claims to be the maintenance man, Ed is the... Uh, well, Ed, Ed is Combat UK, basically. Oh, well, no, just the maintenance man, that's all I am. <laughs> go in there every now and again, change a few light bulbs, and then go home. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think we've sort of been through where the shop all started and that before. Uh, just been, was it eight years you've just had in the uh, last few weeks? Yes, she's four years today uh, since we opened up the Stevenage uh, main shop. Yeah, well, I saw um, that photo actually. Was that underneath the range? It is. Well, that's inside, uh, the, range. inside the range, that is. Ah, right. Okay, yeah. I, I was going to say, I didn't recognise the flowery wall. Yeah, well, it used to be a, um, a wedding dress shop before, before we had yeah. it. So. <laughs> it was very yeah, floral so, when we went in. So, four years today. Um, four years today. Which yeah. It's great to see, uh, with, with the current climate, it's great to see these retailers still around at the end of the day, like yourselves, like a few of the others that you see around the area. You know, I've not really heard of anyone going... People are going mad buying airsoft stuff. And you guys have... Are certainly in the first lockdown, you were doing a lot of things to sort of keep people engaged in the community and try and keep the business as well with the uh, discount codes and stuff that you guys were doing. Take more of the um, virus to bring us down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because... Um, I remember you guys messaging me, oh yeah, we're doing this um, promotion with the discount codes, and I was like, yeah, I'll accept your post, and I was like, actually, I kind of want an SRS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the beauties of being an admin on a SF community group. So, yeah, obviously, we've it's been a tough year for a lot of people. From SF, in like from the business side of things, in your perspective, how has it been dealing with sort of COVID and trying to keep people buying stuff, really. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's certainly been a very challenging year, uh, not even for ourselves, but I think anyone that actually runs a business at the moment, it's, it's a very challenging sort of time. Um, 
this lockdown is is probably even more challenging than the last one. The last one, you know, being in the peak of the the summer months, the weather was good. People were still able to get out into their gardens, they tinker with their uh, with their airsoft toys and equipment. Um, whereas now the, the weather isn't great. Um, I think people, because they're starting to get so fed up with the the whole COVID situation, uh, I think so more panic is setting in about job security and everything else. So. You know, they're, they're certainly concerning over their pennies more now than what they were when it first happened uh, back in March, where we thought it would all be over in a few weeks. So, yeah, it's been a challenging year, um, but, we're, you know, we're, we're still going strong. We're still still doing OK um, and looking forward, really, just to get into next year now and put this year behind us. Yeah, definitely, especially with the news of hopefully having some form of vaccine coming out, we can hopefully start getting back to some level of normality within the next three four months really well that is the plan that is the plan i mean it all depends really how long it takes to get the vaccine out and whether the actual general public um decide to take the vaccine on it's, it's a very split sort of situation at the moment with the anti-vaxxers and the pro-vaxxers so yeah i'm not really sure how the government are going to do it but i'm sure they've got a plan and they'll tell us after they've uh, executed it i guess Normally <laughs> yeah, last yeah we'll, we'll know when they know yeah <laughs> which will so, be about two yeah. weeks after it actually happens at this rate. Yeah, um, quite, normally. quite normally. But everything's changing really quick. You know, there wasn't going to be a second lockdown. Uh, so we weren't really prepared for it. We had a bit more preparation time last time. Um, but yeah. this was, you know, I think we only had about four or five days notice. And, you know, you've got to decide on what you're going to do with your staff, whether you're going to furlough them, whether you're going to bring them in. Um, and certainly try and get some, some of the funding back from the government uh, to cover this, which hasn't been very quick coming through. In fact, none of it's come through yet. So... For any of the businesses out there, my advice would be is if you so like if you've got a local airsoft shop, then then certainly go and use them, use the smaller shops and and look after them because they're all going to be struggling at the moment. Certainly, yeah, it's it's the same with um, so we we went down into Hartford today uh, to get a few little bits and we'd rather use the the small businesses and the like market stalls and that to get what we needed just to support a smaller business. You know, the supermarkets have probably made record profits just on toilet roll sales this year oh just, um, it's, i mean the profits of the the big corporations especially amazon at the moment 625 billion pound profit in the last quarter um when there's lots of small businesses that are going, going a little bit belly up um so yeah my, my heart goes out to them i know how difficult it is for anybody to start a business you know i've started this yeah. from scratch um and i know quite a few small business owners um you know contrary to popular belief they actually don't make very much money you'd be surprised they probably get more money stacking shelves so my advice would be you know if whether it be airsoft or whether it be anything you know use your local shops get out there um and and support your local businesses really mm. yeah definitely definitely um so yeah you've obviously this year you've been developing some of your product ranges as well taking more on you've certainly got a lot more of my favorite brand in at the moment or you did last time I got down the shop. So, what, what we got PTS in, yeah, yeah, you've got them in as well. Yeah, after how long was I telling you guys get PTS, <laughs> get PTS, get PTS, and then it was like, oh, I see how it is. <laughs> I've I've been banging on at Heather about it for months, and now he's going to be like, hey, look at this great idea I had. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're always looking at new brands to get in, um, whether it be PTS, Silverback, Crytac. Uh, anything else the key is to try and stay competitive yeah. with anything else um, 
and again, you know, don't want to, it's supposed to be the airsoft show, not the uh, lockdown show, but shipping rates and everything else are really expensive. So trying to get any sort of new products in at the moment is mm. really expensive. Um, so that's kind of what's holding it back. And also the, the time it takes for it to come in, the, the investment of funds that you have to put in there and then wait two, three months for them to actually turn up. So, but, you know, we're always listening to our customers and our friends and, you know, if we can get the stuff in and we can get it in at the right price, then we will do it. But at the end of the day, we have to try and be competitive in, in the yeah. marketplace. And if we can't get it at the right price, then, you know, we'd rather hold off and, you know, let those customers go to the businesses that can get it in at the right price and support them as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, at the end of the day, if you guys have got a massive shipping bill coming and the price is going to go up sort of 20% on top of everyone else, you've got to look at that and go, is it worth it? Because there's anyone actually going to come buy it from us. You know, you'll get you'll get the diehard people like myself who will just go, yeah, they're my local shop, I'll come buy it. But some people... It, it, it's a sense of loyalty to your shop as well, and uh, I guess in a sense of supporting your local business, even if they are a little bit more expensive, for example, as you hear from a lot of people around the community. Whereas... I'd rather just support a business I know and I trust and I know the guys and they give me cake when it's not COVID and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but loyalty goes both ways. You know, we the last thing we want to do is, you know, take people's money um, when it's unjustified. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it, it's all very well, you know, we can go out there, we can put massive margins on things and we can try and cream as much as we can out of the business. But that's that's not really what it's about. That's not what community is about. That's not what having a small business is about. You know, it's about, you know, having that respect for your customer that you can actually give them something at a fair price and then the customer having the respect for the business as well and ensuring that they can make a living also. Um, there'd, yeah, yeah. There'd, be far too, there'd be far too many arguments. You know, for instance, if we had something which was £15 and another company's got it at £10 because they bought it in cheaper... You know, do you get upset with that customer because they go to another store? You know, money's money at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, it, it's a it's a balancing act. Again, as you were saying earlier, with people counting the pennies a bit more as well at the moment, Absolutely. it's um, it's that risk for you for businesses in general, not just you guys, but all businesses again. Um, but yeah, obviously things have been going well because um, there was a announcement a couple of weeks back on. The Gram, which unfortunately has had to be put on hold. But yeah, you guys have a new shop opening up. We do, yes. We have a new shop opening up in Norfolk. Um, it's probably about twice the size of the Stevenage shop. Uh, if you include the warehouse, it's a little bit bigger than the, the main Stevenage shop if you take the warehouse out of it. That's going to be mainly used for our distribution online so we can actually stock more goods. So the, the thinking behind that is if we can hold more stock, we can get the goods out to customers uh, quicker. And by having the ability to purchase more stock because we can hold it, then we can then maybe try and get it at a better price and then pass that savings back to the customers as well. Um, but it's it's pretty... <laughs> It's actually looking very similar to the one in Stevenage with the cage area and everything in it. Uh, we've got the shooting range getting put in there Wednesday or Thursday, I think, next week. Um, we've got our friend uh, Jay from JNS Builders is coming up there to, to fit that in. Um, but it's going to be a much more relaxed sort of shop. You know, we've got a proper seating area. Uh, there's going to be a coffee machine in there. There's a PlayStation going to be in there. Uh, there's a great big TV on the wall, uh, a massive sofa. So it'd be a good place, you know, even if you're not coming in to buy anything, you can just come there, sit down, chat with other airsofters, 
um, and have a good time. You know, when it's up and running properly, because we're going to have that waiting area and all the COVID situations out of the way, we can then start running some little competitions in the range that we're going to have there, which is going to be a little bit bigger than the one we got in Stevenage. Yeah, because I, I, I can remember the um, original competition you had going on in the range at Stevenage when you had the old target system. And um, I never did do that. I never did yeah. quite get myself up to doing that. But well, I think I saw it's the... time and I was like, there's no way in hell I'm beating that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're going to use the attack scent targets on this one, mm. I think, is, is the logic behind it. Because I think there's more sort of uh, modes that you can use on that to try and get some different reaction times and things. Yeah, and the thing is, you've got those cards as well, haven't you? So... Like people could people could get the cards off of you guys potentially, and then you can have it as a rolling thing. So if they come back, they can just log straight in on the system as such. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Is that a tax sensitive card system? Yeah, I think you can log in. Yeah, you can. Yeah, there, yeah. there, there are uh, user IDs. Uh, yeah, I, I think Neil went through it all in the episode he was on here actually. But yeah, Neil Neil's the man. He he'll tell you exactly what they can do because I I can't keep track with the tax sense to be honest. It seems like on an almost weekly basis there's a new update out for the system to be honest we bought ours about two years ago when attack sense first came out yeah um, and it's sat in a box and only ever been used i think once when we first got it so it'd be good to actually be able to set it all up properly and and have it in there so but it'd be a much more sort of professional sort of setup uh at the new shop because it's it's a design shop rather than a <laughs> a shop that's just grown organically yeah I mean, yeah, you could, you could tell with the way that you guys all of a sudden had to get a second shop just to give you a bit more space in the last couple of years in Stevenage. Well, the plan is to open a shop a year for the next five years. Uh, yeah. So, whether it happens or not, we don't know. But that that is our plan, you know, to have uh, have a few more shops so I can dotted around. I've got to keep Henna in some sort of job somehow, don't I? Been furloughed since March. <laughs> I was just saying I could hear Heather in the background it was almost an awkward laugh of oh, I'm going to have to go and promote so much about this shop now <laughs> well it'll be a lot of fun I mean, you know, and we've got the Valkyrie distribution as well so once uh, the games are all back up and running we can start sort of rolling out on that and then we'll be going back to the old school way of doing things where we actually get to go to sites and, and visit the players and see the players and see the sites and the site owners which is something that we've not really had an opportunity to do over the last uh 12 to 18 months with covid and everything else going on so it'd be good to be able to get back to the old way of doing things and actually going out there and, and doing a face-to-face interaction and people actually seeing who we are like we did in the early days when we were running our charity games at various sites and, and getting the community back together again because i think in my opinion the community has kind of like lost its way a little bit over the past like 12 to 18 months um it's diversified quite a bit so it'd be good to sort of bring it back to to where it was, where it's all about getting people together and just really having a good time. Yeah, exactly. And anyone who's been to the charity events knows what a good laugh they are and what a good weekend they are. Um, for the even, players, even if, not, um, not for the people running it. <laughs> <laughs> you loved it, Ed. You loved oh. it. Yeah, I, I love doing 40 hours worth of work in a 48-hour period. It's uh, great fun. <laughs> well, all, all it means is that you need to get Henna more involved. Yeah. I think I'll leave the game running to the actual professionals that do that. I'll stick with the retail side of stuff. You know, there's a lot of really good sites out there that that run great games day in, uh, well, week in, week out normally. Yeah. Um, 
you know, for someone just to try and do it off the cuff and plan it, it, I don't think people realise how much work is actually involved in in setting games up and getting game plan and trying to keep 150 people all happy for one or two days. It's it's a complicated thing. So yeah, exactly. It was it was it was enough stress for me with um, when we were trying to organise the postponed um, Softon with friends event with Kev. Now Kev was. That was his sort of baby, but I have even just having a liaise between him and get everything sorted this side of the pond with the site was a nightmare enough. And I was getting Justin to arrange the actual games on the day as well. So, like, That's having Justin to from do, the jail, abs- yeah, yeah, just, Justin yeah. from the jail. So having to do absolutely everything like you guys did, well, I, I don't want to do that personally. <laughs> it was enough for me getting wound up with are we going to go into lockdown are we not going to go into lockdown crap Kevin can't fly over from the US now and just things like that so hopefully next year we can get that going we've just got to wait and see at the moment I mean that's what we're looking at about four months time at the moment provisionally whether or not that will happen again who knows at the end of the day I mean I I hope it does I'm pretty sure it does like I said this year has been a very disjointed um businesses opening, closing, opening, closing, uh, and a lot of charity events, you know, which has been very damaging to all the charities that, you know, yeah. the Airsoft community does raise a considerable sum of money um, to, to try and promote the sport and also help others out. And unfortunately, that's been missed this year because events haven't been able to happen. And when sites have been able to open, they really want to uh, rent their sites out when, you know, they need to be running games to keep themselves afloat. Especially as more the indoor sites but a lot of the sites have been running at a much reduced capacity as well so they're missing out on that income from having much higher numbers so I've noticed certainly with the jail he's been running a lot more events I think he's been every weekend two days a week and then the evening games as well while he was open but um, what what was it like when the news come through for the second lockdown for you guys having sort of gone right okay we're gonna make our shop as sort of covid safe as we can and going through all that rigmarole you know you had sanitizers at one at uh, one point i think they were still lying around somewhere but you had obviously sanitizing and sort of trying to restrict numbers and whatnot so going through all that and then having getting told oh yeah you've got to close again what was that like uh, like I said earlier on, you know, it's, it's a really difficult thing to do because we were told all the way along that uh, we weren't going to lockdown, weren't going to lockdown, we were sticking with the tier system, um, and then suddenly we were given very short notice to get it in. Yeah. Um, it, it put a lot of pressure on the business, you know, even so, because um, as a business we're constantly ordering stock and then we're relying on, uh, the stock is normally done on terms, so we're relying on sales to come in to be able to pay for that stock, you know, it's, it's a bit of a gamble all the time. Um and the day before, or the actual day it was announced, we just had quite a large delivery come in, which was on 30-day terms. And we were like, well, hang on a sec, we're going to be closed for the next month. We're going to lose yeah. all our turnover for that month. We're not going to be able to pay for this stock. Um, but luckily, you know, we have very good relationships with our suppliers. We, we always try and use uh, UK suppliers and support UK businesses. Um, and we phoned them up and said, look, do you want us to send this stock back to you? Or do you want to extend the terms so that, you know, we can get through this lockdown? And straight away, without any hesitation, they said, yeah, no worries, Ed, uh, you know, we'll extend the terms. So that's a good thing, you know. So businesses have been supporting other businesses. And I think without that, uh, you'd probably see a lot of other businesses probably would have gone pop by now. Yeah. But yeah, it's certainly been, it's certainly been, uh, it was a tough 
and very stressful thing to actually go through to suddenly be told, you know, right, you've got to close in four days time, uh, especially the month before Christmas when everyone's getting their Christmas ideas up and everything. Uh, yeah. It's not been easy. And December's going to be, it's going to be very different this year, I think, because if people are buying Christmas presents, like they normally would do, they'd normally start that in November or maybe, you know, if they're a man shopper, leave it to the 24th of December. But I think, you know, people will have already purchased a lot of their presents um, already. So, you know, are we going to have a good December? We don't know. We, we have to just try and wait and see and hope for the best, I guess. Yeah, I, I know speaking to a few people with other businesses that they're already starting to run out of certain items that people are buying. So, yeah, it's going to be a weird month for sure this year, mm. um, especially as you haven't had sort of all the usual sort of Christmas markets and everything going on for the last few weeks as well. So it's, it's been a lot more of an online experience as well, as opposed to the footfall through the town centres. Well, it's, it's the mental thing as well, you know, the social interaction. Yeah. Uh, even though I am only the maintenance man and all I do is talk to light bulbs, not having <laughs> people in the shop is, is very odd. You know, I'm sitting in the shop all day today waiting for people to pick up their click and collects um, and process our online orders. But, you know, you've been to our shop all the time um, and it, it's a good atmosphere. You know, there's normally people in there talking about what they've done at the weekend, talking yeah. about what they're doing next weekend. And all of a sudden, you know, we've got this empty shell and no one's re- no one's really able to speak to anybody so i think for that is is challenging in itself yeah definitely definitely um obviously yeah like you said it's, it's you you're having people in all the time you know just having no one there yeah i can imagine it's it's it's, it's weird cuz people can't imagine it unless they live it i guess you know for myself where through both the lockdowns i've sort of just had to carry on as normal basically with my with the job I do, so sort of I can't imagine the side of it that you're going through, with being stuck in an empty shop with no one really to talk to apart from the odd person that may sort of swing by and pick something up, and then you got the other people who've potentially lost everything. Absolutely, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, how bad could it be? You know, stuck in the shop eight hours a day with just Hannah to speak to. It's just, <laughs> it's it it's a very worse. difficult situation. You know, almost tempted to turn on as many guns as I can and shoot myself in the head with them, and <laughs> take take the pain away. <laughs> I'll see how many BBs it takes to make it go numb. <laughs> yeah, but actually, we might start opening the bottles of BBs, just start counting them, just to sort of, you know <laughs> challenge ourselves. <laughs> see who can get the most out of a bottle, you and Hedda. Absolutely. Yeah. Next week on the Chess After Show, we'll find out the answer. We'll yeah. do it live. We'll count live. How many BBs can you fit up your nose? Oh, don't. Don't do that, boys and girls, though. It's not safe. Yeah. Like I said, though, it could be worse, though. You could have key ring in the shop. Key ring. <laughs> it's going to be key ring or Parker. I, I, I couldn't decide between the two of them. Well, for them, I mean, I can imagine it's quite difficult for them as well. Um, yeah, you know because they're very social people, uh, and they enjoy talking airsoft. You know that's that's one of the things. And for them not being able to come in and do what they enjoy every day, most of the time when I'm not shouting at them, uh, it's got to be quite difficult. Um, you know, being stuck in the house is difficult for anybody. Yeah, I mean, I went spare after two weeks when every, parents were sick. Every day just feels like a Sunday. It's weird. Yeah, well, what was that thing that they had earlier in the year where it was like it had all the days listed? From Monday to Sunday on a piece of, on a on like this image, 
and they just crossed out the first bit, so it just said day, 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 day. Yeah, it's just as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Yeah. Whereas for me, it's just whiskey, bourbon, whiskey, whiskey, bourbon, bourbon, whiskey. <laughs> I mean, no, I can't see a problem with that one, Ed. I can't, I can't see the problem here. That just sounds great to me. <laughs> yeah, my, my kidneys are probably saying otherwise than liver. <laughs> but yeah, again, no. Day drinking and Facebook par- Facebook FaceTime parties are back. Oh, we haven't had one of those for a while. We need, we need to have the we need to have the next me trying to play Call of Duty after getting drunk with you guys for three hours. I think I was on that. <laughs> and yeah, it didn't end well. I think me and Nick ended up with the most delayed reactions anyone's ever seen on a video game. Kev I'm so it was bad hilarious. at Call of Duty. That's probably the only time I might be able to beat them. <laughs> I actually don't bother playing online because I'm fed up with five year olds in America swearing at me and calling out how bad I am yeah oh yeah it's um, it's, it's, it's like some parts of the SF community though in that, in that respect so um, yeah we need to do that again sometime <laughs> well we can set a time for that one of the things we are uh, looking to set up though is um it's, it's kind of like a charity celebrity airsoft game at some point in the new year. Uh, I don't know if you've heard much about the ATB, about what's going on in the background, etc. Well, this is the thing, you know, I'd like to get some of the guys on, but I've not really heard much about it, just so they could talk about it, but maybe you can give us a brief insight. Okay, well, it's still very much in the early stages. Um, there was, you know, the, the retailers and site owners and wholesalers all kind of like got together and we were trying to form this uh, committee governing body that will help support airsoft one of the things that we found at the beginning of um, lockdown is trying to get any sort of guidance between sites and shops opening on who makes what decision whereas the paintball community uh, they had the a paintball union um, and they had guidance which they could set out which was recognized as as a governing body but uh, the airsoft doesn't have one uh, or or not uh, a proper one. i mean sort of got yukara but that's more of a a database so uh, everyone knows Herman Herman um, basically kick-started it again and the the committee has now been voted in by by the players uh, not by the players sorry by the the retailers and site owners uh, and they're starting to move forward on that and you know emails will be coming out more information will be coming out sort of sooner but one of the things they are going to be doing is, is certainly um, trying to push the sport forward uh, with regard to charity stuff so um, any sort of charity teams and, and players, they'll be able to notify the airsoft trade body. Um, any money they've raised, they'll be able to put all that into uh, like a big thermometer like they have outside churches and show that, you know, okay, the airsoft community this year has raised X amount of money, which will help, you know, build awareness and, and certainly show airsoft in a better light rather than what a lot of people think is just us running around with guns being hooligans, which clearly is not what airsoft is about at all. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Have you seen Henna play? <laughs> I don't run about. He doesn't run. <laughs> <laughs> I do occasionally. Yeah. The only time I saw you run was when you was trying not to fall over in uh, in the clay. I've never seen your legs move so quick. <laughs> that was like Flintstones. <laughs> that was yeah. It took me about twenty minutes to fall over. <laughs> yeah, the only time I actually run is uh, trying to get to the front of the dinner queue. More than anything, you know, make sure those burgers are there at Justin's place. Oh yeah, yeah, you got to beat us out because I, I, 
sorry Justin I'm going to admit this on air but I do occasionally pull out five minutes early from the game just to get in there and get my lunch <laughs> and then usually me and Nick end up eating as many pots of ice cream as we can as well which yeah you'd have to join the ice cream challenge next time you guys come up there the ice cream challenge yeah you got yeah. you got to see how many tu- you know the little tubs you get yeah we see how many of those we can get through before you feel physically sick for the next game. I think at the moment it's three before you actually feel ill when you get into the next game. Okay. I think I could do four of those easy. I think you should do the ice cream and laxative challenge and then go out and play. <laughs> we'll see you run then. <laughs> so we know what's happening at your next chat event then, Ed, eh? So what we'll do is we'll hide some, ice cre- uh, some laxatives in random ice cream pots and then you have to see... You know, are you going to be the lucky one? Oh, you're, go, you're going one. for the laxative roulette approach. <laughs> right, okay. We'll, we'll have to figure out some secret code that means I can pick the good ones. So I can laugh at everyone else more than anything. Um, so yeah, we're moving on for the next sort of 6-12 months. You've obviously got the new shop opening. Um, got any plans afoot for any charity events? Can we try and um, get that out of you? What, run by us or supported by us? Yeah. Well, both. Um, I'm still tired. I'm still not recovered from the last event we run because I'm still tired from that. Um, How? You've had... You, you, as I said earlier, you've had since March to recover. I know, I know, and I'm still tired. That's how difficult it is to run <laughs> games. <laughs> Um, charity events, yes, we are actually looking at charity events, whether it's going to be run by me or whether it be run as a, a partnership with someone else. But I've been talking to Jenny from Airsoft Anonymous. Uh, if anybody doesn't know her, check her out. Um, Jenny and Kirk, uh, they're quite a new business down in the Redden sort of area. Um, Basingstoke. Basingstoke. And um, Jenny is in charge of media on the Airsoft trade body. Uh, we've been speaking together about maybe getting so like uh, retailers and wholesalers and site owners together and doing like a big sort of charity sort of event where you know we can actually anybody who's got a, a problem with another retailer we can just go out there and shoot it all out and and try and sort things out and, and then we can all get to know each other and start working better with each other as well so that's something that we're going to try and set up next year um, depending on covid and things but that should be a lot of fun cool cool and henna are you actually going to get a game in at some point yeah some point I might, I, I, might, just, I might play once or twice in the I new year. I just like to say, this is the quietest you've ever been on this show. It's great. It's because he's scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be hit. <laughs> is, is it you he's scared of? Or have you got um, have you got Edith that stood around somewhere and basically said, if he says anything stupid, hit him. <laughs> Edith's in the other room watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um... Yeah, it's been great to sort of have a catch up with you guys at the end of the day. Um, unfortunately, sort of because of COVID, there's not really an awful lot to talk about at the moment with airsoft and. No, I think I don't think it's just airsoft. I think it's with everyone. Everything, right? yeah. Right, mate, what have you done today? Um, I got dressed. I drank yeah. whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the moment, getting dressed is like an achievement right now. Yeah, yeah. I got out of bed today. I'll be honest, the first two days I was in self-isolation at home, because I obviously couldn't leave the house, I was literally in my pyjamas all day. Like, well, Henna and I are sitting here in our underpants, we haven't even bothered getting dressed today. Do you think that's a little bit weird? 
No, that sounds perfectly normal to me. I know, I know, I know what things are like at the shop. That's not the weirdest thing that's happened in there. We're actually not even at the shop. We're in my bedroom at the moment, so it's even stranger. <laughs> or, or is is the shop now your bedroom? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Might, <laughs> find out next time on the chairs. We'll see, we'll see how the lockdown goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, it's been great to sort of have a catch up with you guys at the end of the day, because obviously, certainly since the lockdown sort of ended before. Yeah. Um, I think... I've not really been down the shop as much just because of the way things were with COVID and that. It's, uh, it's not like I could just sort of come down like I used to and just chill there for the day. Yeah. It's 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 not, in my view, sort of the done thing now. And it, it sucks because it used to be a good laugh. You know, I'd be sat at home on a Saturday if I had nothing to do. I'd be like, right, okay, I'm going to go over combat for a couple of hours. And half the time yeah. I'd be there till I ended up getting thrown out. <laughs> yeah, has ruined. I think it's ruined everyone's social life for the last eight, eight, eight months, nine months. How long has it been now? Three years. Um, <laughs> Two millenniums. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't hang out. Couldn't hang out in the shops, and then you couldn't hang out in the pubs, and then now you can't hang out outside. So mm. now, now you can't even hang out at. A, I don't know, like. What what are the fucking drug dealers gonna do? They can't hang out on the street corners no more. Well, I think they're just doing delivery. <laughs> delivery. <Yeah. laughs> do you know what? It, it wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, pizza and coke's got a whole new meaning now. Yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. know what? I wondered what that needle was in there before. <laughs> Damn you, Dominoes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. We used to love all the social, but yeah, obviously, it died down a bit with people. Not being able to be get, be in the shopping big groups like they used to, or not wanting to come out because they're you know health health conscious and shielding and things. Shielding. Um, so hopefully once it's gone, and this Norfolk shop's going to be really social, especially with the with the little the lounge area. Plenty of parking. Mm. Plenty <laughs> of parking. That's good. Um, is it is it going to be weekly free parking? No, there's, it's there's, cause it's uh, there's loads of it's uh, basically it's a warehouse unit that's been that so it converted. is free parking then. Yeah, so there's, there's yeah. plenty of space outside. by default. You don't you most, don't have to put a post up gun free parking. Exactly, and most of the other businesses there will be shut on the weekend. So when we got lots, even of, lots of customers, they won't. Do do you have while we're talking about the shop? Do you have a provisional opening date yet? Uh, provisional open date will be Saturday. I think it's the fifth or sixth. First Saturday first, after first lockdown. First Saturday after lockdown, um, the shop will be ready. So we've pretty much finalised everything in there, and photos will be going up shortly. Um, you know, when we were supposed to open up today, we did have things in place for you know special guests to come up there, and uh, so you could actually meet in a socially distant sort of manner. Mm. Uh, and we'll be trying to do the same sort of thing again, uh, working quite closely with. Um, Combat Airsoft, Combat Paintball, because uh, they're just down the road from there. Uh, yeah, they're Thetford, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we went down and saw him and let him know what we were doing, um, you know, make sure that we don't tread on his toes and see how we can support each other moving forward on that. So he's going to come up and he was going to bring a vehicle up, because I know he's got lots of tanks and lots of fun things. Um, so we're going to try and sort that out again. Um, we were trying to get uh, Phil Campion. Uh, mm-hmm. To come up and do a bit of a book signing, so you can come and meet the SAS man himself. 
um, at some point. So, you know, at the moment, because no information is really coming through, they're saying that we're going to end the lockdown on the second. Um, not saying I don't trust the government, but I don't trust the mm. government, so we don't really know what's going to happen. Well, they, they've said this this one will end on the second of December. They just haven't said whether or not we're going to immediately go into another one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, pers- personally, I think what will happen is they'll they'll open it up and it'll be straight back on the tier system. So they'll look at the figures uh, for where they are, um, mm. and if you're in, unfortunately, somewhere like Hull, which has got the highest figures in the UK at the moment, I think you'll you'll be straight into a tier three or tier four, or whatever they've decided at the time, mm. and won't actually be allowed to open. Thankfully, Hertfordshire, Norfolk, um, they, they have very low figures. So we should be okay. We should be on the lowest tier. Should be able to open. But until we get that advice from the government, we we pretty much got our hands tied. Um, so we, we, yeah, let's just wait and see. Wait and cool. see. We just well, as, the next as, year as I've now. said in the past, as soon as you guys have got the information, just let me know, and I'll throw that out there for everyone as well, so we can get the word spread. Yeah, Thank you very much. We should know. Uh, so when do we come out of lockdown? The second. We'll probably know on the fourth. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the day before. Yeah. <laughs> lockdown. Yeah. Oh, Bojo will come and tell us. Yeah. What are you doing? Why are you still closed? You could have opened two days ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah, it'll be good to see that opening up. Uh, can't wait to come up and visit. Hopefully I'll get up there for opening, um, just because I need to actually get out of the bloody house now. Yeah. That's the trouble as well. We had the COVID in the house, um, and then sort of as soon as that had gone, it was sort of like a week, and then it was back into lockdown. It's a pain in the neck. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. year has pretty much been written off anyway. I think, you know, we are hitting a turn in now. I think things are starting to move with the with the government, with the vaccine and everything coming out. So yeah. hopefully, fingers crossed. I think by March, we'll be pretty much back to normality. That's that's my thinking behind so. it. It'll well, take you think back at the start of the year, out. a lot of people didn't believe it was going to get to this stage in the first place, did they? Personally, I didn't. I thought, you know, four, six weeks, mm. you know, because... Being, being an old maintenance man, you know, I've been through it all. You know, swine flu and yeah. foot and mouth and all the other Mers stuff that's going to you know, come in. And, you know, meteors going to hit the hit the earth on this yeah. day, at, you know, Y2K. Um, so we pretty much, yeah, just went, ah, it'll be fine. But it's, it's, uh, I think it's taken a lot of people by surprise on this one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was... Um... I mean, we've survived 2012 already, so we can survive this. Because the world was meant to end. Is that, that, is that, that, that calendar thing where the world was supposed to come to an end? Yeah, they, yeah, they did it. Eight, and, um, eight years too late. <laughs> I remember I was listening to, um, what was it, Kerrang Radio at the time, and they'd, they'd said all the way up to sort of like the date it was due, because it was about a week or two before Christmas, weren't it? And they said, right, we're not going to play any Christmas music because there's no point, the world's going to end. And then, like, they did a proper countdown and everything up to midnight, and then it was just like silence. And they just went, Oh shit, we're still here. Um, and then it went straight into Christmas songs, and it was like, Okay, <laughs> that's quite clever, actually. Yeah, well. Oh. well, we'll get through it. You know, the, background. The, the British resolve will, will follow through, and then yeah. we'll be back out there shooting each other before too long. Yeah, definitely. You know, you're seeing a lot of other countries in the same situation with regards to airsoft, you know, having to stop playing, having to start, I think, oh, I'm trying to remember, I think it might have been Belgium that got everything stopped again. I well. think most of Europe has stopped again. Yeah. It's just the states that you see really playing at the moment. 
Are they still playing in the States then, are they? I think some places are, some places aren't. I don't know what's going on at the moment. It's yeah, it's it's crazy out there. It's uh, I can't keep track. As much as I love you, America. Like, please just stop playing airsoft for a little while. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, it's, yeah. it's it's throwing everything out of whack, isn't it? I mean, even even if you look at sort of the product releases, there hasn't really been anything big this year. Yeah. Well, they've, they've cancelled all the shows, haven't they? I mean, Shot Show's been cancelled, IWA's been cancelled, whether IWA goes on next year, because it's you know it's a massive undertaking to organise and get everybody there, yeah. and obviously it's a massive financial impact as well. You know, We're talking hundreds of thousands of pounds for each business to go there and set up. Mm. So are people going to commit to it for 2021 when it mm. could get cancelled again? Well, this is the thing you've already heard, as you said, Shot Show's already been cancelled for 2021. Yeah. Well, There's only a couple months of months enough. difference between the two. Yeah. Which is a shame, really, because it was the first year I was going to go to it, but never mind. What? <laughs> we'll, try, we'll try next time. But, um, yeah, we'll see if IWA goes on. Yeah. Um, yeah I, don't, I don't know if we'll see the shows back until 2022, maybe, but... It'll be interesting to see what companies do with regards to their product releases. I know... Some of them you haven't really seen a lot in the way of new stuff coming out, or if it has, it's not been as much of a big sort of we're here, this is our product as you normally get. You know, KWA, you've heard a lot from, you've heard a fair bit from ASG recently. Was it the USW, the one that they've just released? Who's that? AS who? AS, yeah, ASG. Who, sorry, <laughs> who are they? <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> shots fired on the chairs of the show. <laughs> oh dear! Am I going to have no, to edit no, that bit really out? No, we like ASG. <laughs> Am I having to edit that bit out? <laughs> no, we do. We like. We like. I was actually speaking to Ben the other day. I was actually speaking to Ben the other day. Now they're okay. Uh, I think you know the, the new product releases. A lot of these companies, they're they're going to struggle or, or even find a reason to bring out a new product because freight cost is so high. Uh, everything's prioritised is for the PPE, and the next thing we prioritised for, all the vaccines and stuff that's flown around. A lot of the airlines, um, you know, they're not flying around. You know, stick your head out the window, you're not seeing the planes up in the air. I know freight costs. Uh, when we had our last uh, Tokyo Maru order through, um, it went from about I think it was fifteen thousand pound to forty five thousand pound was the freight cost or something stupid. It, it tripled anyway. Yeah. We had to bring it in by by boat in the end. Uh, and even that was m- much more expensive. So if you bring out a new product and then you want to get it out there all around so like, uh, the world, um, yeah. it, it, it's just the pricing of it. Yeah, yeah it, it's the same with the... Um, I ordered the... For the PTS helmet that I've got, I ordered the um, Unity Tactical Peltor mount from the States. Now, the easiest way to get them over, because they, they wouldn't ship to the UK directly from their site, I, was, I basically said to Kev, can I get them to you? And then send them over, and it costs hundred and eighty dollars in shipping for something that costs eighty dollars. Yeah, it's ridiculous at the moment. It was, it, it's, it's insane. And he said, like, Kev messaged me, and I was like, "Please tell me this is a joke." And he sent me the receipt, and I was like, "Well, at the end of the day, I've got to pay it. I've got to pay it." Yeah, I think like, Token Murray's actually releasing products at the minute because they only care about Japan. They don't care about shipping out anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you see, you're seeing you've had KWA recently. You've had the Mod Three just or on its way. If it's not already, out. I think it's already out now. Um, in fact, it must be. I think be it's out coming to the UK soon. Yeah, you've had the 
Ronan 47 released in the last few weeks, along with the Kaijus. Uh, obviously, the T10 earlier in the year as well came through, uh, which I made sure I had to come down and have a look at with you guys, because, yeah. It's, yeah, um, so there's, a, there's a few new bits coming out. Yeah, it's just not as much as you'd normally have seen in other no. years. And I'm, I'm wondering if it's maybe something to do with the fact that the shows were cancelled as well. They're not getting the word out there as much. People aren't getting that hands-on experience, so they can't promote it to an extent. Well, it's a combination of everything. You know, shows are shut, uh, businesses are closed down. The mm. ones that aren't closed down, they're put on skeleton forces. They're having to social distance, so you can't have as many staff in there. Uh, you know, th- there's a whole aspect which brings it in there so I think they're just prioritizing really as most business are at the moment is just trying to stay afloat for for the next like six to twelve months uh, and then I think you'll find there'll be a big bang and everything will suddenly start coming at once mm. as soon as and you're gonna run out of room in your shops so, summer 21 yeah you'll have to open a crazy. third shop and a fourth shop just to um, yeah, we'll have to open up three more shops just to stock everything. Just to stock all yeah. the new products and stuff as well. Yeah. <laughs> but also with with Brexit as well, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff um, that's purchased it will come into Europe first, and then the UK um, retailers, wholesalers will will purchase it from Europe. Um, there's no real understanding about what's going to happen in you know just a little over a month's time on on being able to import goods in. You know, whether they're going to get stuck at ports, whether there's going to be big duties on that all of a sudden. Mm. Um, that side of it so I mean that's one thing about the Covid no one's talking about Brexit anymore yeah you hear you do hear the one sort of story every couple of weeks about it in the news but it's not every day like it used to be which Mm. I don't know which I'd actually prefer to hear about these days say again I don't know which I'd prefer to hear about these days well I think there'll be a um, there'll be a shock extension they're going to yeah. say, look, we haven't been able to concentrate on Brexit. We haven't been able to get the deals done. We haven't been able to sort of meet up and, and talk things over. So yeah. I, there you go. You will hear it here first exclusively. I think Brexit will be extended for another year. Okay, so if you want to place your bets, contact Ed at Combat UK. Oh, no, it's only Airsoft, isn't it? <laughs> it's only Airsoft, yeah. That, that's so. the other thing, yeah. You, I keep forgetting that you've got only Airsoft and Combat UK, even though they're the same thing. I just know you guys as Combat... It's weird calling you only airsoft to me <laughs> as a customer. Well, I think we've uh, had a fair bit of discussion tonight. We've, we've ended up talking about politics, COVID. We've, we've um, fixed all the problems of the world at the moment. Yeah. And yeah, vote only airsoft for Prime Minister. We'll take over Boris and we'll just turn the whole world into a big purge airsoft game. Yeah, just please not Hannah for Prime Minister for crying out loud. He could be my Theresa May. I'm going to put the vaccines in the BBs. <laughs> yeah, put the vaccine in the BBs. We'll just all shoot each other. Everybody's yeah. cured. <laughs> or, or, or is, um, is Hannah going to be your Dominic Cummins? He's going he's gonna to go for his eye tests, break all the rules, and then you're going to sack him. <laughs> we will see. <laughs> right. Where can people get in touch with you guys? Uh, they can get in touch with us online at www.oniairsoft.com. Um, they can use the talk facility that we have on there, which is monitored most of the time um, from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, where they can come and ask us any sort of questions. Uh, or they can call us on 0800 006 2020. Um, or they can email us at sales at Or Facebook or Instagram or... Pigeon. Pigeon. <laughs> yeah. 
Snail mail. We're now we're also now you know when the apocalypse hits, we will be accepting smoke signals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can dear. go into any telephone box or find a little card with Henna's face on it and call the number on the back. <laughs> <laughs> right, and on that bombshell, it's time to end. Uh, thanks very much, Ed and Jason, for, for your time. Um, we'll see you guys next time on the Chess After Show. Uh, Take care of each other. Don't be a dick. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. See you later. Bye.